For tonight's profile, we talk about a very special night here in Fort Wayne. It's always been a tradition for the Comets to play on Thanksgiving, but this year is the third year in a row that it's the Bob Chase Memorial Game. And to talk about that, we bring in the voice of the Fort Wayne Comets, Shane Alberani. And Shane, happy Thanksgiving to you, first of all. This is a tradition here in Fort Wayne throughout the years. What is it about Thanksgiving and why the Comets wanted to play on this day? Uh, you know what? It's something that they, they have done since the 1950s, so uh, it is very traditional. Obviously, it's a Fort Wayne tradition, and uh, since uh, Mr. Bob Chase passed away on Thanksgiving three years ago, uh, it was very fitting that we just made, we knew we were going to play every Thanksgiving. We knew it's a thing, so we might as well make that Bob's night. The Bob Chase Memorial Game, this is something that obviously touched you a lot because you're the man who gets to call the game from his old broadcast booth. He was here for well over 60 years, calling games until he was 90 years old. What sort of impression did Bob leave on this Fort Wayne fan base, something that he impacted for years and years? Uh, if it wasn't for Bob Chase, the Fort Wayne Comets wouldn't exist, and that is not uh, hyperbole. It's not. It's the truth because Bob Chase kept this franchise alive for so many years. You know, he was the first broadcaster in 1952. Like you said, DJ went all the way up to his 90s, and you know the reason why Bob was so big and the Comets were so big was partially because of the radio station WOWO, and for the longest time uh, that station was one of the largest in the country. So WOWO, you could get it in uh, Northern Ontario, you could get it uh, in downtown Manhattan, you get it to Florida. You could get it all over the East Coast. So that's why Comet Hockey became as big as it was because that in a lot of ways was the only way people were hearing hockey. It was Fort Wayne Comet Hockey. So And they hear it through Bob. So it's it was funny when, when Bob would start taking trips out east, you know, uh, you know, going to Elmira, going to Reading. You, you'd run into people who uh, had never been to Fort Wayne but have been Comet fans since the 1960s because they've been listening to Bob. So uh, I actually think, you know, even minor league hockey would even might look a little bit different if it wasn't for Bob Chase. Bob Chase has had an incredible impact on not only the fans here, but also for broadcasters. And I don't think there's any bigger than someone on a national stage who's actually gotten a chance to talk about Bob and has been here in the past to honor Bob in previous games, and that is the legendary Mike Emrick. What do you know about Mike and Bob's relationship and what impact Bob had on Mike and his career? Uh, well, uh, Mike uh, Mike and uh, Bob became very, very lifelong friends. Uh, uh, Doc Emmerich used to come here to the Coliseum when he was a kid. Uh, when he was a teenager, he would sit below the press box and he would talk into a little a little cassette recorder and he would call games. And uh, uh, if it wasn't for Bob Chase, Mike Emmerich would not be Mike Emmerich. He, he wouldn't be Doc. He, he would have a totally different life. And in uh, uh, talking to Doc over the years, you know, he he all it always goes back to Bob Chase for him. And it's a good thing they become life they became lifelong friends. And he was the one uh, Doc was the one who championed uh, the NHL. Uh, to give him the Lester Patrick Award, which is something not very many people get. That is reserved for Doc Emmerich, Wayne Gretzky's, Gordy Howe's, those people. And Bob Chase uh, was given that award, if that tells you his importance to hockey. Our location here in Fort Wayne is one of the highest broadcast positions in the ECHL. We're on the sixth floor at the Coliseum. Does it amaze you when Bob was getting into his 80s and to 90 that he was still able to call such a smooth game, still be able to 
to pick out all the players and deliver that great of a broadcast, being up as high as we are, because even in the NHL sometimes, they let them sneak down to the suite level and have a nice, easy view. Yeah, you know what? Uh, we're up here, DJ. The good thing is we're on radio, so sometimes we do guess. Uh, so sometimes we get it wrong, sometimes we get it right. But you know what? I, I think you know Bob may have had trouble there towards the end, but you wouldn't have known it because he was always on it. You know, He always knew his stuff. He knew the guys. He knew the teams. And even you know uh, if he couldn't see a name or a number, he knew how they skated, and he could pick them out. So uh, Bob always adjusted to, to uh, the times, and as he was getting older, uh, he adjusted as, as, to everything. And uh, you know, I, I still marvel at what he was able to do because you know I started uh, doing comedy games seven years ago when Bob was slowing down. He, he couldn't travel as much, so I would do the road games. But you know, Bob would still he would take the occasional trip to the the uh, easy ones over to Toledo or Kalamazoo or Indy. And boy, you know, at, uh, after the games at midnight, he'd be bounding off the bus, and I think he'd be ready to to call another one. He was deep into his 80s at that point, so he was really a marvel. What did he do for your career, both in terms of broadcasting as a whole, also with the Comets, and are there certain things that you do in your broadcast today to honor Bob's memory? Well, much like Doc Emmerich, I was the kid in the stands here in Fort Wayne who used to just kind of call the games in his head, and I would look up and see Bob in the press box, and I would always dream uh, being able to sit in his chair someday, and uh, you know, Bob took me under his wing. I I met Bob when I was a teenager, so we're, we're talking almost 30 years I met Bob, and Bob was always kind to me, and I started to, uh, when I started calling games when I was 17 years old, Bob was always there to give me advice, and uh, when I started working for the team 23 years ago, uh, Bob and I became very friendly, and we be- we-, we became friends, and you know, it, it was going to be his choice to pick his successor, successor, and the fact that he chose me was just incredible, just on its own, and uh, the fact that he entrusted me uh, to be the guy, I mean, it's such an honor, and still, boy, I'll tell you what, DJ, still to this day, I, I got to pinch myself that you know, that I still get to sit in, in Bob's chair. And uh, what I do to honor Bob, if you listen to my calls and if you take a Bob Chase game, you will hear things that I do, same thing Bob did. And actually, if you listen to Doc, if you, you might not know Bob, but I mean, I, if I listen to Doc, I will be able to pick out the Bobisms. It's like he stole that from Bob. <laughs> he took that from Bob. That's a Bob, you know. So we all, uh, both Doc and I both do that. So, uh, you know, and, and leading up to this game, I, I do a podcast and I was, I do a Bob Chase tribute where I grab a bunch of old calls from Bob and I listen to him and of course you know you listen to him all day long I come up and do a game and I've got Bob in my head and then I'm doing the game just like Bob and it's awesome. Twenty sixteen, I'm amazed that you got through that game the way that you did since Bob passed away on Thanksgiving. But now this is the third memorial game. What's it like to do this game, see all of the reactions of the people, the tributes, and you and I talked off the year before, you also got to go down and talk to the players in the locker room and explain the meaning of this game. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, ben Boudreaux asked me that this morning because you know it's been uh, three years now and we've got a lot of rookies on this team and people who aren't familiar with Bob. Chase and, and Ben Boudreaux grew up here in Fort Wayne too. His dad Bruce played and coached here so Ben was just a little kid tooling around the Coliseum and he, he of course knew Bob as well so it was very important to, for Ben uh, that these guys know the importance of this game so uh, you know who's a better guy to come in and explain that than I, I guess the guy who sits in his seat now so I had a chance to to address the team and just tell people uh, you know what he meant to hockey and what he meant to, to, to this town. I mean uh, you know when Bob passed away you know thanks 
Thanksgiving night. You know, we had uh, he was laid in state at center ice here at the Coliseum. I mean, what an honor. I mean, that's 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 royalty. That's that's dignitaries. That that's that's how huge this man was. Uh, so I mean, I, it's still crazy. I mean, tonight's going to be very emotional. Uh, you know that that the night that Bob died. You know, he died in the morning. We had a game that night, and that was the night where I officially took over and I broke down. I mean, I could not get through the opening segment. <laughs> so uh, a lot of that will still go through my head tonight, and uh, you know it'll still be very emotional. We'll do we'll do a tribute to Bob before the game, and you know what? It's 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 going to be tough for me. I got to be honest. Well, Shane, I really appreciate you battling through those emotions and getting the fans and Wheeling a chance to learn just what an incredible human being Bob Chase was and why we play this game tonight beyond the fact that it's a terrific battle between two very strong teams in the ECHL this year. So thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me today. Again, happy Thanksgiving. Huge thanks to you and your family for hooking me up with a delicious meal to ride back to Wheeling on the bus with tonight and uh, can't wait to see what this is all about tonight. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Alberani knows uh, with me traveling uh, all these years, uh, she knows what it's like to be on the road and uh, you know what, she thought about you, she you know, take this over to DJ because you know what, uh, it's not really fair that you got to come here uh, to broadcast on Thanksgiving because uh, you were the only game in the league this this, this year, so uh, uh, yeah, so she wanted to make sure you were taken care of on the bus ride home. That's amazing. Shane Alberani, the voice of the Fort Wayne Comets, our guest on the intermission report, out of town scores and third period action next to the Nailers Broadcast Network.